previously on Dragons Not Included. This is the highest amount of damage I've rolled in the campaign so far. 20 damage to you, Elven. Oh dear. See, those who worship Iomaday are weak. Weak. <coughs> I'm still standing, aren't I? Oh, Issa, watch out, that man's got a knife in you. Get it out, get it out. He drops his shield and his mace and falls to the floor. Please, have mercy on me, please. Someone freaking chucked a worm. Is out here throwing worms. I mentioned before that I had previously a excursion to Dresden. So yes, I do have some of you. There was so much knowledge we could have learned there, scrutiny. I, I couldn't resist. We managed to get it out independently. And when I got back, I had discovered that, well, my reputation had been somewhat soured. It was a mistake, scrutiny. I'm sorry. My, my parents yes, well. disowned me. I would have been living on the streets. Turns out Eldon never had a family. They're just a bunch of shields with faces painted on them. I mean, his family name is Aegis. You don't remember me, do you? From school, it's me, Pragmatism. Welcome to the Dragons Not Included podcast, a tabletop role-playing game podcast where we're playing Pathfinder, Wrath of the Righteous. I'm Stephen, and as usual, I'll be your GM. I'm Joe, and I'll be playing Scrutiny, the tiefling illusionist rogue. Hello, I'm David, and I'll be playing our usual stick-swinging himbo, Elden Aegis. Hello, I'm Rowan, and I will be playing Istra, the 100% human cavalier. Hi, my name is Dan, and I'll be playing Hans, the dwarf that is technically here under duress because, well, no one else would take him. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we were down a hole, it was either us or no one. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was, like, it was it was either these guys or the dark or risk it in the Darklands. Well, you could, <laughs> yeah, but it's Tarns. You know, if he went down the Darklands, they would probably find him like six months later with a bunch of Draugr just like having dinner. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to think how you manage that situation. We'll leave that out for the audience to imagine the story. <laughs> I'm imagining it right now. Well, first let's uh, let's get some uh, formal business out of the way. You guys listening, we've been a bit sporadic with episode releases recently. A lot of things have been happening behind the scenes in real life. Things are unavoidable. Not all bad. Most of them are actually quite good. But hey, yeah, we're all doing really well. But for the time being, we're going to shift our releases to being fortnightly. We might go back to weekly. We'll see how things go. Rest assured, we'll stay here. We'll still be updating you with brand new episodes every fortnight on Mondays. Yeah, it's, it's for the best. It's for the best for the podcast, really. We've been going for six months now. That's quite impressive. Hey. Half a year. Hey. Yay. Hey. A semiversary. Yay. And that's that's not including the two or three months we had of um of just prepping for this. Uh, what do you yes. mean? We did no prep. We came in blind and we were amazing yeah, we just from started. the start. We were this we were this good from the start. <laughs> we're just naturally talented podcasters. Put the we started recording the 29th of November. We released the 30th of November perfectly. Yep, there was no months of me trying to fix a lot of broken technology. No, that was none of that happened. To be fair, the prep that we did do, no one told me it was prep. So for about three months, I thought we were actually still doing the podcast. <laughs> no, we 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 recorded a um a pregame and uh yeah that we, you will uh, never see audience. <laughs> I I severely hope not. Yes, the file the files are locked away in a vault. <laughs> yeah, it, it wouldn't be fun content to listen to because it's very. I don't know. It, it's very much us getting to grips with it. <laughs> I don't know. I think people enjoy meeting Fernando. Oh, oh God! No. Balthazar, no. Kyle. Oh. 
Vietnam flashbacks all over again. <laughs> that's 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 uh, I think that's all we need to hear from that. Uh, okay. <laughs> Going forward, back in the library, the broken black wing, and the ruins of Kenebris. We'll continue our story there. Librarium of the Broken Blackwing, fighting for your life against a corrupted crusader who had turned on the librarians and was planning to sacrifice them to attract the attention of a new demonic lord. You fought him and his tiefling lackeys. He surrendered, coward at heart, and you spared him. His tieflings ran away, but you knew that yeah, the danger was you talked with the librarians about what had happened on the surface when you had been exploring the undergrounds, and they said that when Kenneris was attacked, a man who was made of worms had attacked the librarian with him as demon allies, and they had destroyed the surrounding structures and killed all the Rift Wardens who worked there. Much to Aravashniel's dismay on hearing the news, he just collapsed in despair. Though he managed to lift his spirits and say that the Rift Wardens in Kenebras aren't over, he's still alive, and the librarians are willing to help him. You also had a reunion between two former friends, Scrutiny, and one of the librarians named Eula. Apparently they had had an altercation when they travelled to the fallen city of Dresden, and all the blame had been put on Scrutiny, and Eula escaped any sort of ramifications. Aravashni elected to stay at the library and hoped that he would meet you again as you head off with Enevia and Horgus. And that's why we continue back on the streets of Kenebris. After Ward's Gwyrm Manor. Yeah. Da da da. Here we go. We've got to be kind of Because I think a lot of us are very aware of the fact that we have used a lot of our powers for the day. Yeah. Um, I haven't cast a single spell. Do it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Some of us are, are injuring ourselves holding up the party, and some of us are resting on their laurels, it would seem. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I the wizard ran into melee combat to protect the innocent. Hang on. Didn't you literally at one point say, hang on, I've got this? And then, then we had to come and get you. Yeah. Yeah. Just because he got it didn't mean he had it very well. <laughs> Fair. Just, just, just set off us. Don't worry, it's gonna get to the top. Trust me. <laughs> I burnt all of my daily powers to save people. <laughs> anyway, yes, we should be making our way carefully through Canabras. I think at this point, it's uh, mm. it's dangerous. We've already fought one sort of devil creature. I hope we don't encounter any more on the way to the manor. Um, the area that we're going to be moving through is going to be a whole lot more open. Which yeah. is A, means that we can see them from farther away, 
But B means they can see us from farther away. Yeah. As you slowly wake your way through this lovely park area of the Gate District. It's a lovely open space. Not options for ambushes, but good line of sight. Mm. As you're walking along, an FBI strikes up a conversation. I don't mean to pry too much scrutiny. You, mm. I heard you talking back there with your... And she sort of stops, like if she's looking for the correct word. Acquaintance back in Blackwing. No, no, go ahead. What, what, what do you wish to know? You say you've been to Dresden, right? Yeah, yeah. Not many people have come back there alive. That's quite a feat. How did you manage such a thing? I had help. Were the Crusaders found you? No. No. Um, I'll be honest, I wish I knew more, but, um, no, it's, it's just a stranger came to my, uh, then cell, um, and broke me out, um, returned me to my sailing boat, and, uh, you know, the Crusaders, um, were able to recover me from that. Unfortunately, that was uh, the last I'd heard, so, yeah, no. Hey, uh, quick question, what is Drez, Drezen, Drez? It's a fortress, um, used to be a crusader, um, outpost, um, got taken over by the world wound. Yes, at the start of the second crusade. Mm. It was the first place to fall when the demons attacked in full force. It's now part of the world wound. They've controlled it for decades and decades. Historically fascinating, but, um, uh, quite dangerous. Perilous, yes. Hmm. A mystery that anyone survived at all. Hmm. Well, sorry for prying out, it's just, it piqued my curiosity. Well, no, it's quite alright, um, I do remember one thing, uh, she did possess a um, an emblem dedicating herself to, uh, I believe it was Desna? Yeah, the great dreamer. As you, as you say that, Nevia sort of like washed with a expression of like nostalgia. Yes, I, I know Desna very well. Um, what knowledge check is it to check what Desna is? Because I don't. Knowledge religion? Yep. Let me roll. On, let's see if those prayer, camp, um, prayer camps work. Well, I mean, it's mostly about Iomide, but who knows what Elden has read? Da, da, da. Well, it's a 16 plus 6 for a 22, so he probably knows who Desna is. Probably. Desna is the chaotic good goddess of luck, travelers, and the stars. All her followers are adventurous spirits, and they always seek to fight for freedom and adventure. She is oh. Her holy symbol is a pair of butterfly wings with starry constellations on them. How very on brand. <laughs> Granting freedom to another. Yes. Well, I haven't had much um, much opportunity to really look into her circumstances and um, had very little information to work on, so I don't really think too much on it. Well, I guess that makes us allies. I was saved by a priestess of Tesno many, many years ago. Huh. I suppose that is their business. Yes, I grew up in the dull, dark place. Mm. It is the, uh, they worship 
zealots there of Zomkathon, the Lord of Darkness and Chains. Oh dear. Then I got out of there. <laughs> then I met Irabeth. Life hasn't been better until this week. Just get to Towncast again. There's no time for this now. We can't dawdle. Hmm. Well, we travel as we will. Always nice to make conversation. Yes. I'm happy I met you, Alden. You're, oh. not, you're a good man. I think you and Erebeth would get along. Oh, well, we shall have to find out when we meet. Yes. As you're sort of going through, it's, you've been walking for maybe a couple, about an hour now. As as we're walking through this park, is can we hear anything at all? I imagine, like the wind rustling through the trees, obviously. But are there any birds? No, there is no bird song. It's eerily quiet. Okay. Intriguing. Unless you reach the uh, more expensive areas of the Gate District. A lot of the buildings have been completely destroyed. Some are in partial ruins, others are just heaps of rubble on the ground. One building, on the other hand, completely untouched. <clears throat> Welcome to Gwerm Manor. Hold on. Uh, uh, hold on. Hans is just looking at all the other destroyed buildings and then back at this single building. Well, that's a wonderful indicator. Hmm. Um, Orcus, we, uh, we might want to approach this with caution. Oh, um, as you sort of look at the building, all the windows and doors are opened. There's sort of a trail of items leading from the front door. Should be quite safe. I have good guards, though. Ugh. Looks like everyone left. Uh, I, I I mean more. This is the only house for, as far as I can see, that's still standing. You're not the slightest bit curious as to why that might be. I am a shrewd businessman, and I know how to spend my coin. I don't ever cut, cut corners or costs. I've got the best masons to build this house. The walls are the sturdiest probably in any building in can uh, in Kennebras, outside of military buildings. Can I make a sense motive check on that? Mm-hmm. But, but, oh, plus five, that is a nine. It's actually, it's kind of easy to read. He's quite, like, prideful as he's saying this. Like, he's got his chest puffed out. He seems, like, quite confident in his choices and evaluations. Like, yeah, nothing suspicious, just, like, yeah. the best well. The best. That's that's his logic, you know. Yes, well. It I might be more to do with the fact that everyone in the building left and the demons didn't bother attacking it. That's hard to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shall I gout ahead regard? I think I think it would be best for all of us to approach together just cautiously, quietly. After all, who knows right. what could be in there. Quietly. He looks at the heavily plated crusader. It's fine, I've got this as Istra strolls forward point, wearing point, the point, newly point. acquired banded mail, giving her mm. a minus six to stealth. <laughs> Carefully in. Everyone, keep your eyes peeled. Right. So you get to the front door, it's buffeting in the wind, flapping open, but it's stuck ajar on a wad of fabric that's keeping the door open. Seems to be a pile of silks, like tablecloths and other furniture coverings. 
and as you get inside, you walk along these exquisite halls and see lines of shelves and cabinets that are completely barren and square patches on the walls where portraits must have once hung. <sighs> Looks like when people were leaving, they decided to help themselves. Stuff. I, I mean, can you blame them? We kind of having to start, everyone's having to start all over again. Maybe they need the Maybe they want the money. Plus, I, I, I don't... Salary. That was quite handsome. Well, I don't think any of them expected you to ever come back. If you'd been gone a couple of days, you know. I think end of the world is quite um, quite reasonable enough to panic. I don't think it's the end of the world. It's definitely possibly the end of this region. Hmm. I mean, also, and probability-wise, they might not have made it that far from the building. Given. Anyone here? Anyone? Hello? And there goes our stealth. Your uh, voice echoes down the halls, and all you hear is the reverberations that just fade. Then I thought maybe if somebody answered, there could still be people here. Ooh, this place will have a kitchen and a nice fire. We can uh, we can rest here. Granted, it's quite large and extensive. It's midday. No, well, again, we're going to be travelling through the city. We may want to actually... Pick a location to fortify. I mean, yeah, this place is ideal for such a... Uh, such. Well, you may look in the kitchen to see if they didn't run off with all the food as well. Is there a basement to this place? Yes, I have my vault. And an attic? Yes, but it's barely used. Oh, I wouldn't be so sure anymore. Yes. We should probably scout the house. If you take me to my vault, I shall pay you for... I promised in full... Well, that's not really why we're here, but... But that would be possible. Well. <laughs> I understand your motivations, and I respect them, but I also honour a contract I made with you. All right, very good. I need okay. a contract. It was a vocal contract. I'm afraid those are very common in city. You're going to have to learn this, sister, otherwise you're going to get in a lot of trouble. I was, I was told not to sign contracts, though. Yes, um... but you don't do a verbal agreement either. They're, 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 they're kind of legally abiding. As you lead into this large metallic vaulted door. Hey, what's he... legally abiding abiding me? It means if you don't if you if you agree to something and then you don't pay it or you don't uh, uh, live uh, live up to it, uh, a small group of people like me turn up and we take your knees. As he pulls a key out from uh, his robes and unlocks this thick door. Ah, <coughs> uh, well at least they didn't get in here. He walks over to like a. a Sort of, yeah, a cabinet with all the what's it called with the drawers and weights for money. Oh, lock boxes. Like, yeah, lock boxes. Yeah, starts counting gold onto a set of scales, and after a few minutes, he comes back to you with a small coffer, two thousand gold as promised. Oh, oh, thank you very much, Mister Quirm. Um, who's who's looking after the gold? Are we splitting it? What ha- what happens here? I'm putting it in the group loot, but I imagine it goes to Elden. Put it in the Groot. The Groot. Groot. He sort of puffs off his chest and gets proper. Well, of course you recognize my importance immediately, but you did a most adequate job of getting us to safely to the surface above, above average even. And he smiles and says, well, I'll be safe down here. You can escort Anevia back to her house. Oh, on that note, he reaches around a corner into sort of a large thing and tosses her a... A cane he had lying in there. You may find that useful. 
There's a reason why you have a cane in your vault. Seems like an odd place to keep it. I'm assuming it's magically enchanted. I would assume it's just a very nice cane. Yes, I have no use of it. It was just merely a family heirloom, but sentimental Um, attachment to it. More of a practical use for you. Are you sure you're going to be okay here? Living on the edge of the whirlpool, my dear, you prepare for any eventuality. I have stores down here. I'll be fine for now. Until reinforcements arrive in the city. August is a prepper confirmed. Yeah. I, I mean, what about if anything attacks? I'll take my chances. I mean, they seem to leave this place untouched for the most part. That'll probably do the same. They won't expect anyone to be in here. Well. Uh, okay. Um, I mean, take this then, and she'll uh, hand him. Let's go for. Da, 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 plus one morning star because we have two of them. Yeah, no, you have a plus one heavy mace and a plus one morning star. The mace is better. <laughs> do we? In my yes. thing, I have a plus one morning star, and then what do we? Oh no, we got heavy mace. Yeah, I'll give him the morning. Wait, no, the morning star was given by the. Hmm. You got a masterwork warhammer? No, we I'm not getting that. Absolutely not. Uh, no, uh, that. it's done. It's but. Uh, its job. Uh, so this is what the... Oh, I I don't remember his name, Stephen. What was his name? Oh, yeah, the of the tribe. No, Chief not Sol. August. Chief Sol. Chief uh, this Sol. is this is the uh, Morning Star Chief Sol gave us. Um, so if you... I mean, we, we've caved in a few skulls with it. it. It worked pretty well, I've got to say. I quite like it, but keep yourself safe with it. He had it to him, he's sort of not expecting the weight of it, and he just sort of gingerly, like, puts it on a desk, like like if you had, like, a, a dirty glove and you just want to put it down. I'll keep that in mind, thank you. Istra will demonstrate with the hammer just sort of, so you do this. If anyone comes at you, this motion, okay? Yes, I, I got a good view of you killing many things on our little journey. Well, well, Mr. Gwen, I hope you are, are safe hunkering down um, hopefully we shall see you again he nods and proceeds to close himself in his vault yeah I thought he might be like anyway I'm gonna go vault. look for his house <laughs> the door's closed I mean all the valuable stuff has already been taken it's not valuables I'm making sure nothing else is in here so he's locked because he's gonna have to go out for food at some point I don't imagine he keeps food in the vault yeah well, I mean, well, he, can, he, he definitely keeps food in the vault. Yeah, you can. You you'd be surprised how long food can keep. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's the whole reason that salting food became a practice. Also, yeah, tinning, uh, tinning food is not that early of a technology. No, no, I'm not saying that. I don't doubt that he could preserve food. It's more mm. that whether or not he'd keep that in the vault. I think I think mm. by all accounts that's more of a panic room than a vault. <laughs> yeah. Uh, He's probably got barrels of water in there as well. I mean, either way, I'm still going to check the house just in case. On the, on the case of tinning food, though, yes, tinning food is a, um, is a very early development. Oh, you're talking about the lead. Tin openers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. Actually, uh, no, they would have they done butter jars, which is wow. the one with the ceiling of fat on top. Think of it. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. That tin food that must have expired before they invented the can opener. Mm. <laughs> oh, God. Well, it's fine. He could get into a can. He's got the plus one heavy morning stuff. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, 
And uh, ladies and gentlemen, listening to this podcast, please join us on our side podcast, Fallout Medieval. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, um, Istra, you just, you know, once around the manor. It's quite large. It takes you 10 minutes or so. It does seem like it's completely barren. Okay. Like, that's... Nothing's touched it. It's just a luck, even if he doesn't say it that way on August's part. Okay. And as you're sort of walking away from the manor and every sort of chuckles to it. <laughs> He's a strange villain, oh, August. Yeah, oh. so... I think I trust you enough. I can let you in on the secret. Oh? He, he may seem a bit rough on the outside, but I think he's a, his heart's in the right place. Um, a few weeks ago, a certain someone had a theory that noble houses were funding demon cults. I, I don't know who would start such sort of ideas. I don't think you know anyone who would. She sort of nods knowingly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder. He, he brought that to the attention of Iribeth. He suggested that Horgus Worm was the most likely person to be sponsoring such things. So she knew I had a knack for being a rogue and getting into places I shouldn't be. So she asked me to inspect Horgus before anything official was brought about. I managed to sneak down here and into his vault, something that he was a bit upset with back during our escapades underground. Ah. Um, well, I was expecting to find mountains of evidence of his misdoings. I was pleasantly surprised. He has a shrine of Abadar. And documents to thousands of donations he's made to the Crusades during his lifetime. I'll say maybe most of Kenebrest's is Writing on the back of Worm's donations. Uh, or private, but he's a good man. The god of cities, law, merchants, and wealth. Well, that makes sense. On the other hand, it could have been considered an investment. After all, many of the um, many of the um, Iomadeans had turned coat, had they not? If uh, um, if Abadar is involved, most religious acts are considered an investment. Mm. Yes, I, I don't. I think he is quite a. Maybe a bit rough on the outside, but he's honest. Alright, I'll trust your judgment on this. But I have one, one more issue with this story. One more thing. You're a ranger, not a rogue. I mean, yes, I, I <laughs> am. I'm never wrong, and I never get a class with the same letter <laughs> ever at all in my life. I'm I'm certain she may have just bent the truth to there was a lot of tension down there I'm sure she was worried for her safety if she claimed to be you know a thief most people would not be too pleasantly happy with that the real question is who accused him she just turns and looks at you and just looks back at the others like is she being serious I'm afraid to say that she it's Aravash it's Aravash yeah Ar- it's, She's talking about Aravashniel. There we go. He's like such a nice guy. I'll, I'll give you some notes so you can read them. <laughs> he straight up accused Horgus in while we were on... Do you not remember? You were stood there, like right in front of him. It was like two days ago. Istra just sort of cocks her head to the side like a dog, you know, when they're like you're speaking to the dog and they're <laughs> trying to work out. Like... Oh. <laughs> Istra, do you know how to read? All right. Um, well, I can read. 
Excellent. My we're going to get writing you... isn't the best. Excellent. We're going to get you a notebook. Uh, I'm sure we pass. It will pass by a shop that's partially intact. We can get you a notebook. It's very strange for demons to be stealing all of the notebooks, but I guess this be really yes. I actually wonder. Well, how I, I have some notes. spare parchments if she needs it. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> just just in case, we're going to point out to you point certain moments in time which we may require to be noted down for later later reference. I don't like writing. I I I think word of mouth is much better than writing. Well, well you're wrong. I was, I was actually going to say you're not completely inaccurate. It's more the fact that you're showing that you can't remember word and mouth because this conversation was had directly <laughs> in front of you. Oh, it's fine. Oh. Listen, I'll remember it if it's important. Oh, it was important! Great, great inheritor. Oh. <laughs> we should really get a move on. We're Where are we going now? Like, Oh, we're going to... Tirabade. The Tirabade residence. Oh. And that Or would it be an idea to rest now, after all? It, um, what time is it currently? It's midday. It's, it's midday. just after no, no, midday. No, no, we're fine. We're fine. We've got time. We've got spells to spare. So you head down a more business district of Kenegress. Hear the sound of a shill scream and the sound of rubble being moved and things breaking and tearing. Oh, that's another one. Right. All right. So you sort of dash around the city streets, and you find a, a, a shop facade that has buckled under the weight of partial collapse, the sign hands lopsided, oh, and its front windows have been smashed in, a sign that reads, Fine Fittings, and in the storefront... Ducking behind a counter is a woman who's uh, screaming in fear. A man who has a chair, legs pointing out, just sort of gesturing towards a humanoid creature that is hunkered over, tearing apart fabrics and shattering objects he finds. And the man's, get back, foul demon! Or will bound in and just say, get back, I've got this! Hey, creature! Have at me! Turns to you, it's a hunched-back humanoid with a rat-like face, sharp teeth and claws, and it's... Yeah. Alright then, there's a uh, lovely little battle map. Is this another mole person? And would you like to all roll initiative for me, please? Oh, here comes sure. initiative. Ah, <laughs> oh, snap. Snap. Ooh! Uh, I rolled a good... What's my initiative modifier? Okay. I rolled a 21. I got a Steven roll. Yeah. Oh. I, I got, got a... a... Hmm? Oh, you crack on. Uh, I got a 14. I got a, I got a solid middle of the road 11. I rolled a 20 and a plus zero. That makes it a 20. Steven, you're yeah. not going to believe this because I just rolled a natural 20. <laughs> oh, Lord. And with my plus one, that puts me... At 21. Uh-huh. <laughs> we have the same thing. Bonus? First up, uh, strangely, the rogue with plus seven to her initiative, Nevia is going to go first. Bloody ouch. She's going to draw her bow and take a shot at this strange rat-faced demon. And 11's not going to do it as 
her arrow misses and ricochets off the crumpled building. Scrutiny, you're up next. Right, could I use knowledge planes to figure out what this is? Of course you can. Yay! Right, okay, so that's a... 18 plus 9, that is a 27. A 27, this is a... Abrek Andalu. Ooh. It is a demon uh, that is so ugly and repulsive that it hates anything that's beautiful and tries to destroy it. Uh, it hates me because I'm fabulous! It oh no! Mirrors as it hates its own reflection. Oh my god, it's a troll. You get bonuses to intimidate it if you have a mirror. It's like an, uh, it's like an internet troll. <laughs> that's right, comment section, I'm calling you out. Bring it on! Sorry. We don't have a comment section and you know it. We need one. Beautiful things, yet hates its own reflection that implies <laughs> that it's gorgeous. It, um, it attacks can supernaturally inflict wounds that hurt the uh, ego and self-worth of those damaged by it. It's just a common troll. <laughs> and it can... Uh, its attacks are just as powerful on attacking living creatures as it is physical objects. Right. Now, I, okay, I think I know what I'm going to do for this, then. Um, I'm going to cast a spell. Oh. I'm going to cast Silence Image. Oh. And the Silence Image in question is going to be of the most beautiful people I can think of laughing their asses at them. Oh, it's like going back to school. It's a mime laugh. Silently laughing, yeah. So I have to make a will-saving throw for the scene to see if it believed the illusion or not? Mm-hmm. What will is its worst saving throw? <laughs> Uh-oh. But I rolled a natural 17 for a 20. Ooh. Ah! Bang. It hisses at the, like, the sight of it and then notices that it's laughing without sound and turns its eyes to you, Scrutiny. Oh, no, Scrutiny. You're too beautiful, you distracted it. <laughs> Don't have to be beautiful <laughs> to turn me out. Beautiful, but I thought his name was Scrutiny. Eldon, <laughs> <laughs> you're up. Uh, okay, I am going to run around and try to keep out of its reach uh, so that I can jump into the fight and assist Istra, who has charged the creature already. Uh, and I shall swing Radiance uh, with all the grace and deadliness that Radiance deserves. <laughs> Depending on the dice. Well, that's a 12, which isn't a good start, with plus 7. So that's a 19 to hit. Okay, a 19 will hit. Ah, sweet. Uh, that is a 7 on the dice, plus 3, that's 10 points of dash. 10 points? Oh, that's a... From Radiance the Magical Sword. Good old chunk. Ha! Okay, next up is the Eastern. Stop harassing these shopkeepers, creature! This is pain, and sees the very young, chiseled, handsome crusader of Iomade. You will die! And it's going to attack you with its bite, Elton. We've all got two sums. To- oh no! Oh, ooh. it's an eighteen on the die. Twenty-five oh, that, to hit. That's... Yeah, that'll 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 hit. Uh, seven points of piercing damage. 
And I need you to take a fortitude saving throw, please. A fortitude saving throw. Okay, well, let's hope this goes well. Uh, that is a 12 on the dice for a 21. 21, you're fine. You don't take the supernatural damage to your ego and charisma. <laughs> ah, okay. We all die sometimes. Four attack. Uh, uh, that's only a 14 dead. Oh, a 14 won't hit, no. And on the second claw, oh, natural one. Uh-oh. Uh, 10 to confirm. So this creature is going to bite you and mess with its two claws and fumble. Oh. Sneeze. <laughs> do do. You are dazed for one round. Uh, as you somehow you are so distracting, you cause this demon to sneeze. Uh, it's all the dust in my coat. I know I should have patted it off after we got out of the underground. <laughs> no, it worked. Don't dust the coat. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, you're up. My tabard is dusty. Uh, as she brings the ma- uh, heavy mace down then. Come on. That's not good. That's a plus seven. So that would be a 14 to hit. Twin doesn't have a very high AC, but a 14 is going to mess him afraid. I thought maybe. It's too busy sneezing, <laughs> and you're just very confused by it. Yeah, it. It's pushed backwards by the sneeze slightly, you know, like how it bends over, and I'm just like above its head, and I crash into like a beam or something. You're and smashing. I what was remaining of a window pane is now gone. Oh, sorry about that. I can pay for damages if you want. Hands. Okay, uh, but they. They seem to be having a, a problem here, so Hans is going to give them a, a bit of a hand by moving forward. Excuse me, excuse me. Uh, just gets close enough and pulls out his, his pick, but put, holds it at the very tip, pokes it through between them, and then impales the thing's tail to the floor, uh, doing a dirty trick on it. Check these, Hans. Ooh, uh, 19. It's CMD is 19, so that that's a success. Yay! Yay! Oh, how am I going to do this? So it's 1d4 rounds. Uh, so if you want d4. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, two. I'm going to say it's. So let's go entangled, I think. Uh, oh, okay. I, okay. That makes, that makes sense. sense. That's the thing. So it's entangled for. Sorry, what did you roll again, Dan? Two. For two rounds. Hey, whoop. And I'll leave the pick there so it's impaled there so it can't really move away. Ah. Dusty my hands off. I grab like, I just grab a a, a, a tiny bit of Eldon's uh, tablet and wipe my hands off. There you go. <laughs> Your hands are instantly covered in dust. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's worse. It's dusty now. Even my ah. DM friend, could you for the benefits of the audience and only really the audience, um, tell us what the entangled condition does? Indeed, entangled. A character is ensnared. Being entangled impedes movement but not does entirely prevent it unless the bonds are anchored. An entangled creature has half speed, cannot run or charge, takes a minus two penalty in all attack rolls, minus four penalty to dexterity, and if it casts a spell, it must make a concentration check plus DC 15 plus the spell level. Oh, neat. Go to the top of the round. Anevia, she is going to draw another arrow. She's going to try and rapid shot to hit this demon. Here we go. 
First is a 17, oh. which will hit. Ah, and not minimum damage for a change. That's six points of damage to the Epic Antelope. I'm not making the same mistake after Hekuva. Hekuva <laughs> <laughs> Matan. The second attack with the Rapid Shot. Another 17 for five points of damage. Oh, it's going down. There, finally, I can be some assistance to you. Scrutiny, you're up. Right, okay. Um, well, I tried helping with the magic. It, uh, no, that didn't help, so I dispel that. And, um, well, this creature's currently being attacked from all sides, so mm. shooting's not an option. Um, Same minus four penalty in every of take. I'd have to draw my crossbow and arm at first, which would take a full round. Uh, I guess I do that, just in case. <laughs> so I, I sort of go, oh, okay, well, alright, I guess crossbow and Okay, just shrug shoulder. <laughs> Eldon. Alright, Argo, let's take this one step at a time. Whoa, whoa, rude. <laughs> um. Uh. And uh, Elton is going to thrust Radiance into whatever squishy part he can find. <laughs> uh, that is a 17 on the dice uh, with a plus 7. I imagine a 24 is going to hit. Oh, yes, yes, a 24. Yeah. Ah, only 2 on the dice for the damage, though. That's 5 points of damage. 5 points of damage. This thing is starting to look rather injured, and it's still dazed. <laughs> from the sneeze, so it won't get its turn now. <laughs> oh no. So we'll skip straight to Istrus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. Istrus is going to power attack. <laughs> so that is a 17 to hit. A 17 will hit. Oh I no. I mean, that was its 18 before. Oh, that was high hit enough to hit it before it took the dex penalty. <laughs> Great <laughs> right, damage. Damage. Uh, remember to add the uh, plus two, I think it is. I rolled max damage. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> but they are 14. A 14. So the uh, Apricandalu that only had six health points left <laughs> is smashed into the pavement. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the claymation things if you just squish some clay and it just goes out to the side. <laughs> huh. As the, the, the man and the woman in the shop look away as blood just splatters over the storefront. <laughs> oh, She's but... going to like, toss it up in the air in her hands, just like, I guess Gorham quite likes this weapon, huh? Well, I hope the river water is still clean. I, I'm very much going to need to clean off this tabard. I don't imagine my spares survived the initial explosion. Thank you. Thank you for saving us. It's quite all right. Um... Are you injured? No, no, we... Luckily the store... The store didn't collapse on us. We were just trapped here. This thing was destroying everything. We were stuck behind here. Oh, thank you. Have you got anywhere safe to go? I don't really know anywhere that is safe in Kentabress anymore. I know one place. You can't <laughs> send them to Horgus's... <laughs> he won't let them in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he'd have to. I see. He, he probably, probably would. would. Yeah, he seems like a nice. Actually, it might be worth sending them to Holgus's house. It's like the toughest building. <laughs> no. <laughs> we know that people had left the city. 
yeah, they. This is the thing. Every, in a situation like this, there are going to be people who have left the city and made a break for the nearest town. But uh, Stephen, what is the nearest settlement from here? Why did you ask me this? Uh, I uh, mean, we've got okay. more than that. We, we discussed this. We discussed this before, and basically, people were, from what we understand, camping outside the city. There right? was crusader camps, but uh, those have been attacked as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah. Send them to Horgus's house. It's the safest place in the entire city. It actually is. Yeah. Or the library. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's why I was the thinking. The library is another place. I mean, if you send them to Horgus's house, and if he doesn't answer the door, the vault door, I mean, then. I don't answer callers. He's not going to let them in the vault. <laughs> But it is the most secure uh, stone building that is still standing. Yeah, and the thing about it is, the Blackwing Library is quite a distance across town. Like, yeah, it was half a day for us. Um, it was so like maybe it may well be here. worth like sending them to Horgus's house, just saying like, we, we know the guy. <laughs> Even we that. know the guy that owns it. He's in there. Just fortify a room and stay. <laughs> the nearest happens actually quite a while away. Um, and tell him that we sent you that. Tell him that we sent <laughs> yeah. him, uh, sent you, and also Please. that we're sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I know it's not much, but please take this as a token of appreciation. We would have died from that foul thing if it wasn't for you. Yes, it is quite yeah. foul. They hand you like a mm. uh, leather pouch. Oh, it doesn't look like a chicken. Uh, what? <laughs> he said that it was foul. <laughs> Scrutiny. Scrutiny. Go to that corner over there. We'll talk to you in like five minutes. <laughs> what is in the pouch? May I ask? Gold pieces. How many? Oh. 100. Holy schmoly. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm um, adding it to the group. Thank you for your um, kindness. Uh, um, travel safe. Uh, yes, thank you. No amount of gold's worth our lives. <laughs> Interesting to know. But once, once, once they've cleared the area, uh, Elders will be like, "Wow, people here are way more loaded than I thought they were." How did you lived here? I, I live in New Canaveras. My uh, my family live on retirement. I feel like a lot of this wealth might be "quote unquote" inherited. <laughs> <laughs> Who threw a drum set down a staircase? <laughs> I mean, oh. we might all carry on. Wait, wait, one moment. This is a shop front that's collapsed. Hang on. Yes. Oh, Let's see if we can find Istra a notebook really quickly. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, seems to be some sort of fabric store. You find a couple of ledgers uh, behind the counter and not many notebooks in this, you know, fabric and cloth. Yeah. Were these uh, were these financial ledgers? Uh, yeah, just the intakings and outtakings of business. Very dry. Ah. Hans is going to take them to study them. At the at the end of the day, he is a tax collector, so he he's just making sure that they're you know operating a careful and uh, uh, an upfront business. Uh-huh. Otherwise, Hans will be back to deal with them. <laughs> I see you have avoided paying tax on your inbounds. Have you filed your thirty-one fifty? Uh, as you make your way through the broken streets, getting closer to your destination, this part of the gate district actually seems rather untouched compared to the others. There wasn't many tactical places to the demons to strike. No fortresses, no strongholds, no religious buildings. A lot of the houses are actually kind of small and quite simple. 
less of a uh, fabulous district like Horgus's house, but it has a homely charm to it. Nice place. Good to see that something's intact. Something we can rebuild from. Well, um, it's still standing. That's something. I guess Horgus wasn't the only fortunate one. It's a bit cramped, but um, this is home. And she gestures to one of the, a small one-story building in the middle of this district. When I settled down, I thought I'd always get a bigger house, but it's kind of hard to argue with a woman who donates a lot of her expendable income to charity. <laughs> well, she takes a key out. Still locked. That's something. Maybe she's all right. Would she lock the door with her inside it? No, I don't, <laughs> I don't think... Sorry, what? <laughs> what? She, the door is locked. Why would she be in the house if the door is locked? She's dead. No, she's not. No, no. Oh, no. I thought she was the other person. That no, never mind. No, that she she might have locked I mean, the door because there's demons outside. <laughs> but but yeah. Do you know? You know what? The first thing is I'm going to do if do I'm you, in do my house. Do you need the door unlocked when you're inside? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> what's wrong with you? small, uh, the main sort of largest building in this house is a one main central room that has kitchen and a place for preparing food, a table and chairs, and a large hearth that is empty, uh, wood that's sort of stacked to the side that has not been used. Another chimney going up through the middle. <sighs> I never thought I'd see it again. All things considered. Thank you for bringing me here. Quite alright. Many signs of where your wife might have gone? Maybe she might have left a note. There's a place in the, uh, the bedroom, and uh, a niche. We'd put things if we needed to hide them. Maybe I should go and have a check. Yes, might be a good idea. As she's walking uh, across the room, she turns the knob on the door of the bedroom, and from in the centre of this main room, a light flashes as a large insect appears on the floor glowing brightly with an eerie glow oh hello and we'll find out next week didn't tell us her wife was a bug (laughs) I can't believe we're still on a Stephen here. Well, looks like we've almost completed our trifecta of homecomings, some a bit more violent than others, but it was quite interesting to see how well they can handle a demon for the second time. But will they be able to handle this glowy bug? Find out next session. We'll be back at the same time as usual. This is Stephen signing off saying stay safe and have a great day.